Welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. I'm Kayla Teal. I'm Phoebe Richards. I'm Stephanie Thompson. And I'm Grace Penzel. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we just sat our stoner butts down and we can't wait to talk to you. <laughs> How are all of you? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. I've been smoking a lot of weed today because I started mm. my period. Yes. So it's a good-bad kind of day. Bad because I started my period, and good because it was an excuse to sit on the couch and smoke weed even though it was sunny out. I saw a product at the pot store the other day that was a um, period cramp or a period symptom kind of reliever, but it was a suppository. Interesting. Whoa. Very interesting. A vaginal suppository? I've never taken one of those. Vaginal suppository. Excuse me. Yes, vaginal suppository. But it had some sort of CBD or like... I don't know about I don't know what was in it. I didn't look at it too closely, but yeah, it was this vaginal suppository for uh, for like period cramps and period relief. Whoa, I've never that's heard amazing. Of that. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, honestly, cannabidiols or whatever have been so crucial to helping me with my period. Before I got on birth control, I had monster cramps that took entire days away from me every month, and. Once I found CBD lotion and high ratio CBD tincture, um, it totally changed the game. To supplement ibuprofen, obviously, but um, oh, absolutely, yeah, it really, really helps. And I've got the brands I like and everything, so that's definitely cool. Phoebe, I'm sorry that you're having yucky period times, but I'm glad that you. Sorry, that's that was gross. Will you cut out the part where I said yucky period times? <laughs> no, leave it in. <laughs> oh my god (laughs) it's pretty yucky i have not had that bad of cramps today i did wake up with a really bad headache and i didn't understand why and then it made sense and it went away but then i did have the mid-morning i actually found out my favorite podcast has been suddenly (gasps) i also listened to this podcast it's a big bummer yeah and it broke me for 20 minutes i cried what podcast and i was like i'm on my period can you say what it is yeah, it's called uh, Here to Make Friends, and it's a bachelor, bachelorette oh. recap oh, type. Oh, okay. Uh, and they were, it was a HuffPost-sponsored or employed podcast, and HuffPost just fired, like, hmm. 50 employees oh yesterday God. out of the blue. Hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, all of them were included. So, they're, you know, there had just been an episode. They'd recorded it, and they were like, they fired us before the editors even touched it, edited it. So... For now, it's gone. So that got me because it was literally the very first podcast I ever oh, listened to. Special. And I've been listening to it every episode since. And it was a really great feminist critique uh, and uh, race critique and all sorts of social issues critique of the incredibly problematic bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> but then, weirdly, literally while I was crying about it, I got an email and... There's this other podcast I started listening to called Sexy Unique Podcasts. One of the co-hosts is named Laura, and I just joined their Patreon. And she replied, she, the host herself, replied to a message I had written yesterday, the first time I've ever messaged anything on, like, Patreon. And she replied, and while I was crying about another podcast, so I kind of came full circle and was just like, it'll be okay. One thing ends and other good things come. So that was my podcast heavy emotion day and now That's we're recording great. i hope that we get messages from people who listen and we can reply and make them happy you can email us stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com and we're on the social medias all the things 
Yeah. And uh, one of the things you can do with our email is you can email your own high thoughts, which one of the things that happened to me, I had kind of one of my own high thoughts this week. What? Instead mm -hmm. of reading other people's high thoughts, um, which is probably not an original high thought, but I don't really think any thought is original. <laughs> I think everyone's probably thought all the thoughts. Just That's a good high thought. That is, yeah. <laughs> that like every thought has already been thought. We just now have social media to document in it. So um, anyway, but I did this before I started smoking weed. But do you ever like turn down the volume of the radio in order to find a parking space? Yes, better? every time. <laughs> I was wondering what, yeah. how that helps you see better by turning down oh, yeah. the volume. I think it might just be about like concentration which is somewhat concerning because like the rest of the time are you just not <laughs> but yeah like right. parallel parking or um for me like if there's if it's snowing or there's bad weather like needing to concentrate so i don't slip slide around yeah well there's also i know that there's like you're listening if you want to listen to like other cars coming up on you or something or like a pedestrian with a cart if you're in like a sh grocery shopping um, car park or whatever, but yeah, I don't, I always thought it was weird. I even do it like when there's nobody around, I turn it down. So, uh, but I think you're right, Grace. It's about concentration and you're limiting distraction. I truly thought you I were guess. going to yeah. say a grocery shopping store, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or I could have said a grocery store shopping place where food exists. <laughs> yeah. You could have. More intelligible, <laughs> definitely. <Yeah. laughs> um, do you have any uh, other high thoughts? Yeah, I have um, one I kind of liked. It's not mine. Um, the difference in being a successful adult or a loser is whether or not the posters you have up on your walls are in frames. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> then I'm a loser. <laughs> I would be 50 50 because I have posters that are not in frames, and then I definitely have posters that are in frames. So. Loser? I'm at like 40 60, yeah. maybe 30 70, but the majority not yeah. in frames. Loser is such a harsh yeah, word. Yeah, I don't. I know. I don't like it. Cause... I think they mean like adult versus like, you know, just starting yeah. off. I mean, that's like the the high thought when you have like the bad high and you just get really down on yourself <laughs> yeah. and overthink everything like i said it's not it's mine <laughs> of course sitting on the couch and looking up and seeing all my unframed nintendo posters and random bands i watched when i was drunk in my 20s and i'm like wow do i have the same life as like a dorm room person no you do not well my kind of is like no. i have a lot of posters from shows i've done and I love those shows and I really want to keep the memory alive, but I don't necessarily want to pay to frame those shows I did. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's so like a lot of my posters are just. That's the thing like, is, yeah, it's expensive to frame yeah. things. Yeah, especially if you want like yeah. it in matte. Yeah. But I, my show posters, I, I do have framed, but there's like cheap 11 by 17 posters you can get for like eight bucks at Joann's and that's what I yeah. usually get. Oh, yeah, most of my frames are either that I bought art with it, and that made it sound real fancy. <laughs> I haven't bought any expensive art, but, like, a friend makes something, and I buy it, and it's framed, or else it's frames I got at Target for, like, $12. Hey. Hey. Hey, Jude. Hey. 
don't, you. don't bring him into this conversation, please. <laughs> Jude doesn't belong here. Okay, this might be a weird one. Um, I'm into it. Let's get weird. <laughs> Either our teeth taste of nothing or we have become accustomed to their flavor in our mouth. Oh my god, so... But this is like... I I feel like if you don't brush your teeth for a while, it definitely starts to have its own flavor. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like gum disease. Just bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> it's just build up a plaque. Once I think like taking this to the gross, once you start tasting things and noticing a smell, chances are you have... Uh, some kind of bacteria or disease you probably need yeah to and plaque buildup and all that stuff yeah mm-hmm. for sure so go to the dentist god damn it high <laughs> <Yeah>. thought <laughs> go to the dentist uh, here's Don't my high before you go to the dentist or do i well, what's your take there what's better being really high while you're at the dentist i'm not, not a real adult dentist? i don't go to the dentist i just sit here and smell my teeth <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, Paul, what are you doing sitting in this room all alone with the lights um, out? Just smelling my teeth and trying to forget the sublime poster that's scotch taped to my wall. What are you, a loser? You're supposed to frame those. The truth. <laughs> dun, dun. That was an episode of The Truth. <laughs> the Truth. Well, those those are kind of my high thoughts they might not be the best, but I encourage anyone who has their own high thoughts to email us at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, email us those high thoughts and maybe Stephanie will read them to us and we'll get high and talk about <laughs> them. And again, make sure. Dissect them. <laughs> and you must write Dear Stephanie. Yeah, please. Dear Stephanie. Yeah, and it should be structured. Okay. And I will delete any email that does not start with Dear <laughs> Stephanie and does not end with. <laughs> Take care. I hope you're happy. Your name. Of course, you can write emails to the rest of us, and hopefully they won't be deleted. But I will delete every email that does not start with that. Stephanie will comb the inbox every morning at 5.30 a.m. before any of us have a chance to read your emails. No one's writing emails to them. No. So weird, guys. I'm getting, like, all these high thoughts. You guys, no one cares about you guys. Weird. It's high thoughts or no thoughts. (laughs) thoughts. (laughs) Well, we hope you've thought today. (laughs) Hey, it's time for Stoner Movie Book Club. Stoner Movie Book Club. (gasps) Bop, bop. All right, this week the movie we watched is the 1995 indie cult hit Party Girl, uh, starring Parker Posey. Love I would her. say this was right at the top of when she kind of, or right at the start of when she became like the super indie darling of the 90s. Um, and Parker Posey in this film, she plays Mary, a New York downtown party girl. The movie opens as Mary is getting arrested for throwing an illegal rave. Uh, in turn, it make, forces her to get a job. Her godmother, Judy, employs Mary at the library where she works. How will the free-spirited party girl adapt to the librarian lifestyle? <laughs> will she ever and her godmother... Godmother? Godmother! <laughs> that sentence again. No, say it what? exactly. Say that word exactly the same. 
Will she and her godmother ever get along? Will she finally hook up with Mustafa, the hot Lebanese street vendor? Oh, he was Party girl. Great. That guy was hot. <laughs> yeah, that whole like, relationship was hot. Yes, he was very hot. So um, how I decided that I wanted us to watch this movie was basically just typed in, like, what are movies where non-men smoke weed and Parker Posey and Party Girl came up as one of them and I love Parker Posey from like Christopher Guest movies and mm-hmm. stuff but I had never mm-hmm. seen this film I've also and never seen this film t- and I thought like I and it's always weird to me because there's uh, even though I said in a previous episode that I'm not a big movie buff the 90s I did watch a lot of movies because I was growing up then and so and then even the early 2000s. And so I would watch movies from the 90s and the early 2000s. Cause they, but like the thing I noticed in this movie is that there's always these like um, in 90s kind of indie films or even mainstream movies. They'll have these like super famous drag queen cameos. Like Lady Bunny, I saw her in, in Party Girl. I've seen, I mean, RuPaul's done it numerous times. But then I've seen Coco Montrese and, oh God, what was that movie from the 90s? Um... But like you see, but they only have like tiny little cameos, and it's like unless you know, you don't know. It's like almost like those little Easter eggs, and like it's yeah. a drag queen Easter egg in that movie sort of thing. <laughs> Let's note that so if we see other future stoner comedies that we watch, if there's any drag queen cameos, I, that could be a it trope. could be a trope. It could. Yeah, apparently, Parker Posey and the director were both very immersed in the uh, queer downtown New York club scene. Which was I don't believe huge in the nineties. Queer, but yeah, huge. So I think, uh, and that film, Party Girl, was made with just one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh, which really? Is incredibly wow. cheap, and it was shot in seventeen days. Wow! And almost wow. all the amazing costumes were borrowed from friends, <laughs> or belonged to Parker Posey. Oh, oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, that's one thing. Is well, like the clothes in this movie are beautiful and iconic, and just. I mean, just so evocative. I I feel like that point in time. I I wasn't around really, but I imagine. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah. her. I loved all of Parker Posey's outfits in that movie. They're all very vintage, very like, but also just quirky, just very '90s kind of like mishmash of different like uh, decades of style and and whatever and like putting them all together in like uh, a new way that was a very 90s thing to do and she was smoking a joint i think in the very opening shot when you see her she and right before she gets arrested she's smoking weed so and there is way to start the movie there is an amazing stoner scene uh, where she's struggling as the librarian. Yeah, oh, did she learn? you all know what i'm talking about she gets real high in the library at night and then and she then. masters the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> yep. Overnight. Overnight. Well stoned. Well high. <laughs> Pretty amazing. I think that, for me, cements it as a great stoner movie. Oh, me too. For sure. And it is a comedy. And it is a comedy, yes. Mm-hmm. And they just have, and she, like the, what was it? Her aunt played the head librarian. It was a very, like. Her godmother. Her godmother, excuse me. Um, Her godmother. Her godmother. <laughs> Uh, but she was definitely very kind of a stereotypical, like, um, authoritarian character in a movie where it's like, you know, 
um, I'm teaching you a lesson. I'm, you know, you're going to learn how to be not so crazy, not so weird. You're going to learn how to go the straight and narrow or whatever. That was kind of her character kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, then she has a nice arc at the end. She does have a nice arc at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, though, is that this, the reason that this movie really captured me was that every, every single character at the end of it, I could remember everyone's name. Each individual person had a background story or something that made them slightly more complicated than just a surface character. And yeah, I I really felt like I kind of lived in the world by the time it was over for me personally. I loved it. Yeah, I, so this was for me on heavy rotation when I was in eighth grade. It was one of two movies I was very obsessed with at the same time, so I always think of them together. And so it's f- it's funny watching it now. I hadn't seen it probably in many years because um, I think it's great, but I can't. It also feels, it reminds me so much of being 14. Yes. That mm-hmm. I can't ever, it's like when I listen to Tori Amos now. I, I can't ever listen to Tori Amos without just, being reminded of who I was at 15 and crying in my bedroom. <laughs> Party Girl doesn't bring back those sort of ideas. It's good. It's an early me getting into cinema movie. But I had this, I would show it to all my friends. And like half of them were like, what is this movie you're showing me? <laughs> it is a little meandery. Yes. It took me so long to be like, do we have a plot here? The scenes didn't feel like they were connecting for me for a while. But I loved and appreciated all the art, really artsy moments. Like there was... There's yeah. sometimes where they would just kind of stop the movie and she'd be dancing and they'd play they'd play music over her dancing mm-hmm. and it was very hypnotizing. It's very like if you have a love of libraries or librarians. I know I used to daydream about being a librarian and I feel it's a movie that it, it's so much of it obviously takes place in a library. She's the librarian and then her using the Dewey Decimal System to like help her DJ friend sort through their records and I it's a fun twist. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. If that's a twist, I don't know. <laughs> no, a twist I mean, is she becomes a librarian. <laughs> well, it, it is. I mean, that's the th- that's the thing, right? Is um, nope, I completely lost it, and we will. <laughs> I have no idea what I was going to say. One hundred percent, no clue. That's so that's classic it. stoner chick moment. <laughs> oh, no. Coming in so confident, oh, no. and, then, yeah, and then it's going no. nope. holy fucking shit. Is it's this gone. The s- is this the second time that I'm like, cut that? And you're like, nope, we're keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, One I... thing we really loved about the movie was like, well, we talked about this a little bit afterwards about uh, how her character was very sexually explorative, but it never was used as a, it was never a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever chastised her. She just kind of did what she wanted. And Yeah, the movie doesn't this... punish her at all for being sexual or even really focus on it yeah i mean you see it but it's It's very casual yeah very casual and in fact there's a scene towards the end that while like very you know visceral and a little bit upsetting like she she's really good at setting boundaries too even through kind of all the crazy stuff that happens i feel like she's definitely unapologetic about setting boundaries for herself yeah Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's great. I, it does have some 90s style problematic issues, but they're light, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it could be she worse. a bit of appropriation <laughs> with some cultures mm-hmm. throughout it, but. Uh, In party themes and outfits. 
Yeah. But. <laughs> uh, also a really fun fact. Okay, not a fun fact. That's an annoying phrase. A cool thing. Uh-huh. Um, the godmother, her uh, Parker Posey's godmother a in the god movie, she, the godmother, is played by uh, Sasha Von Schroeder. Uh, Schroeder, I think is how you say it. Cool. Uh, who is actually the mother of the director of the movie, Daisy Von Schroeder Mayer. Whoa. Um, oh. So it's her real life mother, and she was a very active New York actress and comedian for like 20 she had like a 20 year run where she was always in a show in new york oh wow wow um it would have been like the 60s and the 70s and then she became a counselor and quit acting after she had a family and then her daughter became a director and cast her in the movie as sort of one last her last role she ever did so i thought that was oh my god i love that story that's really sweet that's oh man and one thing too about this I I miss partying man I mean like I wasn't (laughs) even partying that much before the great quar but like it uh I miss being in a crowded room of people I had the exact same thought while we were watching the movie I was like god I would love to just be out and just trying to let go in a public space good music weed yeah, I'd even maybe miss those mornings you wake up and you're like, oh, I drank too much. Why did I go out? I would give anything just for one of those mornings if it meant I'd had a fun night out. Yeah, now I, th- when I have those mornings, I'm like, God damn it, you drank. Yeah, hangovers now are just sad because I'm like, oh, I did what I do every night but got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and now I don't remember the TV shows I watched. <laughs> but luckily, there's always weed for those cases. I don't know. I feel like having hangovers pre, like, being an everyday smoker and then being able to realize, like, oh, I can feel better when I'm hungover if I just take a little toke. So what do we rate Party Girl? Oh, Ooh, I have a solid four out of five if we're going to do a four out of five bong hits, bong rips. I'm probably at three out of five. Are we rating how much we like the movie or how much of a stoner comedy we think it I think is? We, well, that was me saying how much I liked it. <laughs> what? Okay. I don't know. Or my, my opinion. If you have the, two separate ratings, Kayla, let's hear them. <laughs> I know. I just, I know that I like this movie a lot less than the last movie we watched, just because I think the last movie we watched is more my style, never going back. But I still really like this movie. Um, but I, I don't feel like giving them the same rating. So maybe it's two and a half for you. <laughs> two and you a half. You know what? I'm going to change my ear. All right. I like never going back a little more, too. So really? I'm going to say two and a half here. I like this movie way more than never going back. Me too. Isn't that crazy Stephanie. how people just have different opinions? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> so weird. People you know have what? Actually, taste. I would give this a three, and I would give the last movie a four. So. I'm changing my never so going back rating. Listeners, if you're listening, please <laughs> note from our previous episode, Kayla has officially changed the score. And may I implore her. you listeners to keep score on when Kayla flip-flops on her promises <laughs> during this yes. podcast. We're very concerned about the flip-flopping we're seeing here on the Stoner Movie Book Club ratings. I can explain. I am a Libra. <laughs> oh, me too. But I am definitively giving this. Wait, if we're doing it by how much we like it, I'm giving it a 4.5. <laughs> wait, are we rating this based on our astrological sign? 
are. If we're doing it based on our astrological signs, I'm an Aries, so I feel the fact that I'm not really into it, I'm gonna then I'd have to be really harsh on it. <laughs> I'm a Cancer, so I'm gonna say my opinion, but then immediately go away and <laughs> never reference it again. Okay, tell us your opinion and then bye bye. Bye. <laughs> no, what would you rate it, Steph? A four. I liked a it. Four. Yeah, I definitely liked it more than never going back. So yeah. I think that maybe like. Maybe if I didn't have, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we will see how things continue to develop as we watch more and more cool movies. Yeah, let's see how these ratings, let's see if Kayla keeps flip-flopping. <laughs> Apparently now Stephanie's flip-flopping. <laughs> I haven't flip-flopped. And uh, that's the end of this edition of... Stoner Movie Book Club. Stoner Movie Book Club. Stoner. You, and I also recommend if you guys have an idea for Phoebe of a great stoner movie for stoner chick movie, you should email her at her email stonerchickspodcast Dear Phoebe. at gmail.com. Hopefully, I get to it before Stephanie erases it. But <laughs> yes. yes, please send it to me. Um, hey, Grace. Yeah. <laughs> what you smoking? Well, I've been smoking something called Alien Cube Number One. Um, and it is a <laughs> Indica Sativa 70-30 split. Um, but now that I'm looking at it, I'm really wondering, like, are there more alien cubes? Like, this is the first of many uh, in a series? <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, I thought that was a deep thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, really trying to go there. Like, what if there is more? <laughs> what if there's more, man? Oh, yeah. What if we're supposed to follow the clues? <laughs> that would be our stoner comedy. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, it'd be turned into a scavenger hunt. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I actually, like, would this be too egregiously stoner of me to ask that question to the bud tenders the next time I go into the dispensary? Never. No? Like, as long hey. as you tip your bud tenders, it's fine. I do, every time. And usually, <laughs> unfortunately, in Santa Fe, they tend to be surprised that I'm giving them money as a tip. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. It's sad. Anyway, tip your tip your freaking bud tenders, everybody. Amen. Um, yeah. So, I'm high and happy, and I hope all of you are, too. What was that name one more time? Sorry. Alien, Alien? Cube number one. Number one. <laughs> I've never smoked an alien cube. <laughs> I've Strange. smoked an alien never cube, a ton of marijuana. Oh, Ew. and that brings us to the end of our show. I had a great time. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Steph had a great time. Yeah, I had a really great time. I also enjoyed myself. And we love you guys, like out there in the ether. Yeah, keep listening. Email Phoebe or Stephanie or Kayla <laughs> or not Grace. Not sure if you can email anyone else yet. <laughs> no reason to email me. And but... uh, Kayla, what is it you always say? An alien cube a day keeps the doctor away. Thank you for listening to the Stoner Chicks podcast. We want to thank our editor, Shari Junko, the composer of our theme music, Jessica Damari, and Ben Redder and AJ Dent for creating our rad cover art. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stonerchickspodcast. Podcast.